We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vince, you're on a little bit of a time crunch tonight, so as much as I'd like to keep talking about this, are you ready for rapid fire? Well, let me ask you a question before we move on. Okay. Do you have a favorite in the clubhouse of where you'd like to see Notre Dame go? Without knowing the numbers, which is big. Let's lead rapid fire. Okay. All right. I'll let you go first, because I've I've got one in the back of my mind. I want to see if we're on the same page with this. For me, I think Fox is the be- is the number one for me. I think that they have the best stable of announcers that they could assign to Notre Dame, number one. Number two, I think that it would be awesome to do the big noon kickoff and then Notre Dame. I think that back-to-back would be unbelievable. Talking and then they power-packed. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, they would be undefeated as far as, like, eyeballs on the TV on Saturday on Saturdays. And then, obviously, you could have a couple of primetime games. That's fine for Notre Dame or whatever. Uh, I still think that fits, and I still think that works. I, I, I just – Fox would be my number one. Right now, NBC would be my number two. But with the caveat of the fact that they need to really dig into how the broadcast works. And I'm talking announcers. I'm talking just all of it. It, it just all needs to be thrown out and reexamined. Uh, I, I, and I think, you know, I believe Notre Dame has a big say in it right now. And I, and I feel like the NBC is just letting Notre Dame do whatever they want. And I don't think that's necessarily the way it should work. Uh, I, I just, they, they need to revamp it. If they can revamp it, then NBC is my number two. If they're not going to, and it's going to be the same product that we've been getting, then NBC falls for me. Only um, question I have with Fox, and I agree with you to an extent, like it's, I think it's NBC or Fox based on everything that we outlined a little bit ago. I think it's NBC or Fox. As I said, as of right now, NBC just has more wide open place where they can, where, where, you know, they can put Notre Dame where they want to put them. It's, there's a lot more flexibility for them. You know, one of the questions you got to ask if it's Fox is are you willing to start having some noon kickoffs? Because it's not all, you know, like as we talked about, like at the start of the season, you're going to have TCU and Colorado. And then the following week, you're going to have Colorado and Nebraska. 
in that big noon kickoff slot, you know. So if you're on Fox, you're subject to big noon kickoff slots. How many, how many are you willing to, you know, like that's part of the negotiation as well. If you're sure. Notre Dame, how many games are you willing to allow you know, to go to noon potentially to be part of that big noon kickoff, you know, package? Because Fox is going to want some of those games to be there. Just oh, like sure. Just like, you know, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, a couple years ago, the Shamrock series game was a big noon kickoff game. Yeah. And yeah. if it was super if, successful too, by the yeah. way. And if Notre Dame was playing more teams from, from those conferences, they would be in those big noon kickoff slots more often when they're on the road, you know, just right now under the current arrangement that they're in. But they're, you know, so that's, that's part of, you know, how much, how much are you willing to give up? I guess. Sure. And there's going to have to be give and take in this next deal. I mean, right. Because right now at a very, at the very least, we know that there is a, you know, a lot of give and take in terms of the scheduling, you know, like game times and things like that. How much would you have to give up to go to another network? That's going to be probably one of the bigger questions. You know, how much are you going to have to give up or how much more money are you uh, going to ask for in return to give up some of that control? Sure. But yeah, I agree. absolutely. Like, like, what would Fox take care of that, you know, we've been talking about? It it gets you the golden child, right? Brady Fo- or Brady Quinn works for Fox. Yep. And assuming that he wants to come do Notre Dame games, if the if Notre Dame were to, to land on Fox. He could still solves... do big noon kickoff and get to where, get to South Bend right. by 330. Just like no problem does. Yeah. Just like you know, those guys do when, you know, when they're doing game day. That's right. Absolutely. He could very easily make that happen. And it's only like six times a year. So I think he could definitely make that happen. So Fox is my number one and it's not close. Uh, You know, NBC would have to be revamped. And then after that, it would probably be ESPN just because they have, they have the inventory, they have the availability. Um, and CBS is out there. CBS is out. They don't have the inventory for Notre Dame. The, the Notre Dame would never be able to have a two thirty or three thirty kickoff at home again. Yeah. Why would you but, do that? You know, part of this is what, like, how much does it mean to Notre Dame to have some of these Notre Dame connections? You know, we've talked before how you're seeing more Notre Dame guys, you know, Notre Dame alumni being involved in different radio broadcasts, you know, things things of that nature. And obviously Jack Collinsworth being in that booth right now, like Michael says, NBC sides, Tom Blackledge for the big 10 package. NBC has friggin' Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett. NBC must improve the announcing team for the Notre Dame games. Like it's, it's one thing. It's one thing to have an alum in the booth. If they are qualified and they are that quality, you know, like the, the, the proper quality, but it's, it's, it just was not there last year. Now here, these here are is, these are these are essentially these are national broadcasts every week. Sure. Now here's here's something to think about. Here's something to chew on. It now that NBC has this Big Ten package, I don't think Notre Dame is the is the proving ground for NBC announcers anymore. They can go do some of these third tier Big Ten games well, now. And now that is you know that has been the challenge I think for NBC. They were very fortunate to have Al Michaels doing NFL and Mike Tirico as the number two kind of sitting and waiting for as long as he was. And so Notre Dame 
was able to take advantage of having Mike Tirico. Sure. But when you're when you're NBC and all you had was the NFL and Notre Dame, you're not even CBS, where like CBS is going to have March Madness plus you know multiple sure. college football games. Like you you don't have the advantage of being able to stockpile announcers like that because there just aren't as many job opportunities for them. Right. But but right. the more you can add to just, you know, just to your point right there, you should be able to attract because now one other thing that's going to happen with this Big Ten NBC contract is it's not just for football. Big Ten basketball is not going to be on ESPN anymore either. Oh, and so point. there's going to be a lot more college basketball coming, Big Ten college basketball on NBC. So you should, you know, they'll be able to start hiring more announcers to do those games as well. And maybe sure over time that that leads to some of these changes we've been hoping for. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tommy Guns, are you willing to sell out to the devil, ESPN and Nike, in order... To stay, to stay independent. He yeah. said start, but stay independent, I think, is what he's saying. It's a good question. I mean, I, I don't necessarily – I personally don't see those two companies as the devil. I think that's that, – I know, but I know some people do, and that's fine. Um, it really depends. I If it means sell out to these two companies or join the Big Ten, that's easy for me. I'm selling out all day long. I, I do not want to be a part of the Big Ten. You know, and I get where he's coming from, and I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, Nike's, you know, pr- you know, like their labor practices and and that kind and of I, thing. But I, look, I, I own an iPhone. That. I own an iPhone. Do you think? Do you think that Apple has any better practices than what Nike has? There's a lot of anyone. Anyone who has an iPhone yeah. who's complaining about Nike, that's you got to ask yourself that. You know, and there's a lot of things that way. And from a, right. and I hate to say it, it's and a matter just, of what you prioritize. To be I, quite I, honest. I'm just, I'm or not just, prioritized, but what you want to right. emphasize, I guess. Right, right, right. And I, and I look, when it comes to athletic equipment, 
gear, cleats, things of that nature. Nike's good. Nike's really, really good. They're better than most. You know, maybe there's a couple of niche, you know, areas where they're not, but they're really, really good. And if you want to be the best, you got to wear the best. That's just the way, I mean, I, I, I hate to say it that way. I mean, obviously I've invested my own money in Nike for my son, uh, for some of the things that he's doing, because right now they make the best soccer cleat and we've got soccer cleats on order from Nike. I'll be the first one to admit it. Those are the ones that he wanted because they're the best. Do you want Notre Dame to be the best? Do you want them wearing the best from a performance standpoint? Those are the, those are the questions you have to ask yourself. Agree. Decaf agrees. Decaf 18 agrees. Point. Ding. Ring it hey. up. We used to have a bell on the old we show. Need to, we still don't we have need that to bell. Re, <laughs> hey, we're, we're at the year mark, right? It's time to reintroduce the bell. The bell needs to, uh, yes. <laughs> so here's a quote from soon-to-be new athletic director, Pete Bavacqua, Notre Dame alum. He told Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty this last week. I'm a fan of independence for sure. It's another element of what makes Notre Dame different. I think those differentiators for Notre Dame are more important and more valuable today than they've ever been. You know, this kind of goes to a little yeah. bit of what we were just talking about, but what do you think it means for Notre Dame? To me, it means that all that talk about Pete Bavacqua being hired as the AD means Notre Dame's headed to the Big Ten is nonsense. I mean, he flat out said independence is important and it's even more important now than it used to be. It's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear. Now, he could be, I don't know Pete Bavacqua at all. He could be like the PGA commissioner and just completely go back on his word uh, when somebody shows him the money. That's definitely a possibility. But as of right now, I've got to take what he says as what he believes. He believes Notre Dame is better off as an independent. That makes me very, very happy as a fan who thinks Notre Dame is better off as an independent. I'm happy. Look, and if we go back to what, we've been talking about if Pete Bavacqua slash Jack Swarbrick in this next 12 month span, assuming this is when the, the next TV contract is going to get done. I would assume it's going to, you know, like before, too. you know, a year to go on the next one. If he has NBC bidding against Fox, that does nothing but help Notre Dame's independence. Absolutely. Right. And that's obviously where they want it to stay. And, you know, that dollar figure we were talking about, if the, payout per big 10 team is going to be 75 million bucks here in like three years when Notre Dame's next deal would start really if Notre Dame can get 50 million bucks from whoever the next TV partner is you're going to throw another 10 million bucks on top of it you're at 60 million dollars right there which is almost three times what you're getting right now right, right. around you know two to three times, just depending on where the exact figure is right now. That's a huge win, especially mm -hmm. when you look at the size of the athletic department at Notre Dame compared to, you know, a, an Ohio State, a Penn State, those kind of schools. Like, that's the, 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 the operating budget is not as big at Notre Dame as it is at those big state schools. So that would be a massive win. Oh, yeah. Dame. And, you know, again, like you listen to him talk about valuing independence. Mm -hmm. That's you've got a Notre Dame alum 
coming in. And what do we talk about Friday? How important is being an alum to being the athletic director? It's not the end all be all, but if you value independence at Notre Dame, which we've been told for decades that Notre Dame does, they value the independence. Having an alum is going to go a really long way. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's going to negotiate be, yeah. tooth and nail. Well, and I'll tell you what, you know, you make a good point about the TV contract being negotiated probably over the next 12 months. You've got a pretty darn good negotiating team in Jack Swarbrick and Pete uh, Bavacqua together mm -hmm. negotiating yeah. this deal. I mean, think about that. <laughs> not, not just, not just, yeah, Bavacqua coming in, but the fact that they're going to be doing this in tandem. Man, <laughs> say what you want to about Jack Swarbrick. He's been one hell of a negotiator for Notre Dame, and he's kept them on the cutting edge and where they need to be in the grand scheme of things. And mm -hmm. then you add the TV, uh, media, savvy that Pete Bavacqua has, that's a pretty unbeatable team. So I like Notre Dame's chances of getting a pretty good TV deal here. Yeah. And this, like Jason says, you have to believe in what Notre Dame is all about. And most likely an alum doesn't have to learn how to do that. That's exactly right. Oh, if for you, sure. If you have an outsider come in who's got athletic director experience, but has no experience with Notre Dame, you know, you, you've essentially got to, you know, you know, now tell me again why, you know, independence is important. His, his thought process yeah. is going to be something else, something yep. other than, well, independence is the most important thing in this whole thing. So I think it's a really good sign for Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Fill in the blank. It's blank that USC will travel 16,134 miles and UCLA will log 15,412 miles in their first season in the Big Ten next year. And this is football alone. Right. And that's a, it's, it's even more ridiculous as my fill in the blank. <laughs> like <laughs> when they announced that this was going to happen, I was so skeptical. I thought it was like fake news and all that because of this, because of this right here, I would like to see how many miles like the cross country team, the volleyball team, the baseball team, the softball team, the track team, how many miles are they going to log when most of their things happen during the week as opposed to football that only happens once a week on the weekends and usually there's about five away games a year, right? And one of those away games for one of the teams is going to be in town. So I would like to see the other mileages because it just makes this whole scenario even more ridiculous. Nebraska has the third. So again, USC 16,000 plus US UCLA 15,000 plus Nebraska will travel the third most miles at a little over 7,000 Iowa 6682 is fourth bottom of the rung. Purdue has the least, 2,436 miles. Indiana, the second least, 2,668. And that's despite the fact that Purdue actually has five road trips, you know, because you've got a yeah. nine-game schedule. But so they're you're all... not always going to have the same amount of road trips. That's right. They're, they're all right mean, here. They're centrally located. They're right here. Now, let's be honest. They're not as in demand as uh, either one of those Fair schools. enough. But, like, it's, isn't well, UCLA it's... going to, like, Hawaii and LSU? Like, right. They're not going to Hawaii because they're in demand. They're going to Hawaii because they're one of the closest. No, but those those miles, those are just Big Ten. These are just. Oh, those are just Big Ten miles. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. 
There's okay. even more miles. That's even more ridiculous. Schools. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. And look, it. My my kid it right here. This is just you know money money yeah. money. That's that's why, you know. I don't feel sorry for anybody because they signed up for the money. Just like Texas and Oklahoma sure. are not going to the SEC because it's going to mean competing for national champ. You know, better chance to compete for national championships. They're doing yep. it for the paycheck. That's what yep. it's all about, and that's why all these you know. Disgruntled schools want to leave the ACC. They want the bigger paychecks. And ridiculous. I'm so, you know, I feel, you know, do I feel for the athletes a little bit? Okay. Somewhat. Because again, like you're talking about baseball players and gymnastics and, you know, basketball right. teams that play multiple games for per week and all this. But, you know, Notre Dame is actually like when you look at where Notre Dame is, like even when they were in the Big East and now at the ACC, they were always kind of the, the Western outpost for the most sure. part, you know? So they've always been doing more travel than anybody else in the conference. Now they're not doing as much. Like when you look at the map and you see those LA schools down here and all this, you knew that they were going to have to do some traveling. Ridiculous. So yeah, just the, the number definitely jumps out at you though, with over 16,000 miles. And that's what they're going to have to do. You're yep. in and you're out. I just, I just wonder like what Lincoln Riley Thanks. <laughs> he know, left, left, he left to get job. away from the SEC, and now he's yeah. got to do this. So stupid. Yeah, I know. Oh, great. I know. Uh, I just saw a question pop in. Oh, hang on just a second. Shaitan wants to know if we believe Captain Jack will make sure the media and apparel deal is wrapped up before he retires. I would say definitely the apparel yes. deal because they're well, in the up in a year like it's right next summer they, they July have to 1st. get this one done yeah the yeah. apparel has to get done yeah. relatively quickly and i've actually heard it could could wrap up this summer i don't know if that's oh i would believe that uh, i would believe that because the, yeah. the way it went last time that everybody knew what was going to happen well before mm -hmm. it happened yeah absolutely and like we said i would think that that the media deal it, it might take the full year you know like a year from now but i would say a year from now they're going to have an announcement as to what i would think be. so yeah and that yep. might be might be the last thing that'll be jack's really? legacy right there or yeah. at least his most recent legacy now his legacy will be the the three coaches that he currently has on staff of the three big sports girls basketball or women's basketball men's basketball and football and then the apparel and the tv deal like that's his legacy 100 percent. so he'll right. have it all taken care of Stanford pitcher Quinn Matthews struck out all this 16 Texas batters in a complete game win over the Longhorns last night in super regional play. He also needed 156 pitches to get to the finish line. Guess what? There's some outrage by some people. So <laughs> sure there are. is it fair or foul to have a college pitcher throw that many pitches in a game? The Pearl Clutchers unite, man. I tell you what, like I'm not saying that, that needs to happen on a regular basis, but this is an elimination game. I, they're not ruining his career. Okay. He obviously will talk. The, the coach talks to the kid. They know where he's at, how he's feeling. And I believe I read that in like half of his starts, he went well over a hundred pitches in his other start. Now, this is obviously a game high for him, a you know, career high, 
I get that. Again, you're in an elimination game. The only thing I could even think about, because they won like eight to five, I think, something like eight to four, something like that. Maybe you take him out for the last inning to kind of rest his arm or whatever because you have the game, you know, kind of in control. If he's dealing up there, he's got 16 strikeouts, man. Like, I, I'm i sorry. It's an elimination game, man. It's it's all or nothing. Go for it. Pitch counts, these are artificial markers that are Correct. placed on pitchers primarily by Major League Baseball because they view these guys as investments. They're trying to protect their investments you're seeing major league pitchers throw fewer and fewer pitches all the time yet they have no problem you know rolling these relievers out there multiple times per week even though you know even though they're not throwing as you know the 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 high pitch count volume there's still much more wear and tear on those arms by rolling them out there heat it up cool it down heat it up yeah yeah that's exactly right and there's no real science behind what a good number is. You know, like right. Japan, they actually, they believe in in the old school way. You know, just like this, like you should be throwing well over, like you throw all the time. Mm-hmm. They have a much different philosophy over there. You know, Nolan Ryan pitched for almost 30 years and he threw 222 complete games in his career. That's more than 10 complete games per season. And he, guess what? He threw a lot of pitches because he struck out a lot of guys yep. and he walked a lot of guys. Yep. He was always well over 100. This is a much more recent phenomena, this whole yeah. wrapped up in the pitch count deal. And it's like, you know, as soon as guys get into the minor leagues, you know, everyone's wrapped up in pitch count. You know, like you can only throw him so many pitches here because, again, they're looking at this as a long-term deal. This is a senior, by the way, this guy Correct. from Stanford. He was drafted last year. He decided to return to college. So it's not like he didn't know what he was getting into with the coach that he had, you know. And right. it's also, you know, one of the other things that goes along with this, this is late in the season, like you're talking about. This is playoff time and it's late in the season, but it also means your arm is stretched out. Like yeah. he and the coaches know what his arm can handle at this point. And he's also yeah. not a max effort guy. He's like a lefty who throws, you know, like mid nineties, change some speeds and stuff like that. He's not, you know, like one he's of a these Kyle Hendricks type. Yeah. He's, he's not like a hundred mile an hour type guy, max effort, you know? So there's, there's, there's less wear on your arm in that case as well. It's, it's, you know, again, I realize all the pro guys, of course, they, you know, get all worked up about it right away, but it's, it's really, it's, it's a matter of, Having familiarity, I think, with your – you know, like little league stuff like that, of course there needs to be. Because there's little kids and there's idiot adults yes. that are in charge. Right. That's why. Right. And I get that. Even at the high you school to, level, I really have no problem with it. this coach knows his – you know, like the bigger right. issue would be if he threw 156 pitches last night and then they called him out there, to you know, tonight to, you know, to, to try to, you know, throw 50 more pitches in some high leverage type situation. You know, that – that kind of thing that, you know, he's a starter. He's been spaced out all season. Sure. His arm is built up to the point it is. You have to trust that they know what they're doing, that they know Absolutely. their guy. And he's yeah. an adult. And, he's 22 years old. He's an adult. Yeah. I mean, I, yes, you have pitch counts for kids in high school, little league travel. I have no problem with that. I really don't because there's still idiots. They even coach high school that will wear out a kid just to get a W. You're in college. You're an adult, man. You, you can make your own decisions. At that point, you can go, you know, I don't want to be that guy. You can go off and fight a war, you know, all that. But <laughs> he can 
he can throw if he knows he can throw and the coach knows what he can do. The trainer knows what he can do. They're with these guys all the time. I have zero problem with it. And they won the game. So good on them. Yeah. Fill in the blank. It's blank that Conor McGregor sent the Miami Heat mascot to the hospital after he punched him twice during a mid-game stunt in game four of the NBA Finals the other day. This dude is unhinged, man. Like, it just shows you how unhinged Conor McGregor is. That he went full out on a mascot. Now, you could also say that the mascot head, like, should have, you know, absorbed some of the blow or whatever. Uh, maybe that guy's kind of weak or whoever's in the in the suit or whatever. But, like, dude, come on. You're unhinged, man. Stop it. The craziest part of this whole thing is he hits him with the left hook, you know, like on the. I haven't seen the video. I saw the aftermath with the guy laying there. He hits him with the left hook and then, you know, and that floors the guy. And then the guy's laying flat on the ground and he he like drops down and punches him right in the nose. You know, it's like you're punching, like you're Conor McCraker and you're punching the mascot when he's laying flat on the ground. It's like. When the left hook dropped him, you would think that maybe he could back off. A yeah, you bit. think? That's, Jeez. <laughs> that's what's crazy about this whole. It's like you're kind of. A, and then, did you see the whole golf thing where like? Um, oh yeah, I saw that one. Adam uh, like, Hadwin. Yeah. yeah, it's like you've got a guy out there spraying champagne on his buddy who just won the Canadian Open, and it turns <laughs> you know, security tackles him, and it turns that's out good, that he's another golfer. He's another golfer. Good form tackle. tackle. Yeah. Like where where did this like I, I would love to know the thought process of the security guard like wow this fan must have gotten himself a bottle of champagne came out of the stands and started spraying the winner like right. is he just like carrying it around with them the whole day like come on that's right Father David said security guard needs a scholarship perfect form it was it was a good tackle he planted him like a petunia yeah but yeah so that was some interesting stuff this weekend. All right, well, that's going to do it for tonight. Vince has got to get rolling. Again, appreciate you for uh, being with us over this first year, yeah. one-year anniversary of the show. Vince, of course, always love working with you. Jesse as well. He's not here tonight. He'll be here tomorrow. A couple quick announcements. Micah Shrewsbury set to be on with us next week. Notre Dame men's basketball coach. Got that lined up today, so we'll have Micah Shrewsbury. Looking forward to that next week. Still working on getting uh, Kevin Corrigan, national championship men's lacrosse coach, because uh, they they uh, got back they from trip. Germany. Yeah, so we're still kind of working through some of that, you know, working through international waters. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, but we've got that got, going for I've us. got a camera shy son here. I'm trying to get him on here, but he won't do it. He, he won't came do down it. to like tell me. He's like, damn, let's go. <laughs> all right we'll let you go hit the like button on your way out subscribe rate review and we will talk to you manana on ivy nation sports talk
When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.